we like anime, let's talk about our common situation. Everything else that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, we need to stay right there. Now, who we eating? <laughs> sorry, man. Nah, I trying to put, a, trying to put something up. Sorry about that. <laughs> My stomach's on the ground, too. I had it. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, so, no, I didn't think you ought to hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> really? Passing energy with your host, Pre. <laughs> when this mouth starts yapping, that's it. And that's it. Hey guys, Preece here with another Nerding Wednesday podcast with co-host Sky. Hello. We have a special guest with us today that some of you might know as Sun God from his TikTok handle or Ja. Hello, hello. How y'all doing? How is everybody? Guys, I think y'all might know. Yes. <laughs> He's rising up there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> so when he can be like, ah, uh, yeah, Priest, you, you only have two minutes for me now. <laughs> when he's got to too high for me. <laughs> All right. So Ja is a TikTok content creator. You specialize in creating like anime theme, mostly around the one piece joint well we could talk about more in depth later but i'm just giving everyone like a gist of everything so anyway jack can you give us a little briefing of who are you and what do you do wait 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 stop what y'all doing i need y'all to subscribe if y'all haven't already please leave a like and a comment and share the podcast with your friends thank in advance peace wow thank you so much okay so I'll start with my name. Uh, my birth name is Soja. Um, it translates to uh, the son of God or the light of God. Um, my mother has always taught me that um, your name is your life's purpose. Like that's what you're here to do. So when I understood that, I understood that I'm here to be the son of that and embody God's love and light energy. So I've dedicated um, my life to doing that. I got uh, two sun tattoos on each of my hand when I was 18. So every time I meet someone new and I introduce myself to them and shake their hand, the first thing they'll see is my purpose to be the sun. And um, everything I do is pretty much around that principle. I believe that the only way to see a change in the world is to embody that change. So I want to do that by being the light and spreading that light to people through the content I create. The reason I started uh, making TikTok videos actually is because I'm a musician first and foremost. Um, most people before this knew me as Jamie to Music and that's what I um, still intend to do with um, the majority of my time. But I thought a really, really beautiful way to promote my music, give people a sense of my personality and who I am, would be to make John Meeks nerdies and make anime videos because anime is probably the biggest aspect of who I am outside of um, music and uh, content creation. And it is the best way to get to know me. <laughs> so I thought I thought it would be really cool to make a, a TikTok around that. And it has been really successful so far. Um, I'm really grateful to God for everything that has happened from that decision. I've been at it uh, since December of last year, and it's just it's just been going up, man. I'm just grateful. That's good. That's good. That's good. Wow. Just for Ja and I know it's his audience who might come on board, you know, when he let everyone know he's on the podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. I will be letting him know, too. I promise you. <laughs> All right, let me give you a brief background of myself on Nerding Wednesday. So my name is Priest. I'm from the Bahamas. Born and raised. <laughs> I'm a baby. Two, four, two. 
too far too. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Yeah. Nerding Wednesdays are like a sub-segment of what I do in the podcasting. Uh, Nerding Wednesday focus more on like gaming and anime and, you know, entertainment. And then passing energy, the main thing is really about like social issues and everything. I have a whole different account on that. <laughs> so it's like a split. I came across, I won't give a brief on how I stumbled on Ja. Now, I think I duet one. Let me hold that real quick, brother man. One of your videos. And I said, oh yeah, this dude is all interesting and everything, yada, yada, yada. I do at your video and I think you may, I think you follow me at that point. I'm not sure. I'm not really 100% sure. And then we, I guess went from there. Where are you actually from actually? I know you're in the States. Yes. Okay. So I was born and partially raised in um, Hackensack, New Jersey. So I'm originally from the East Coast. I spent a lot nice. of my life living in Baltimore, Maryland, though. So um, I, I claim both as my as my city, you know, as my hood, because while I was born in Jersey, I've essentially mm -hmm. every school I've went to, my whole family, I've been in, I've been in Baltimore since I was like five or six years old. So mm -hmm. Baltimore is my home. Uh, I just recently uh, moved from there to Arkansas. So I went uh, from the East Coast to the Midwest, and then from Arkansas. Um, me and my girl ended up moving to Arizona. So we're on the West Coast of the United States right now. And it's my favorite place I've ever been, I've ever lived in my life. I love it here. In comparison to living in Baltimore, I love the environment here more. Uh, and I would only say that because the sun is always out. <laughs> it's hot as fuck, like every day. It's like 105 <laughs> degrees right now. <laughs> but but it's cool. I, I love it here. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, you know, I'm from an island, so it always hard up. Facts. So it can go both ways, you know, sometimes. Cool, sometimes hot, tropical environment. Have you ever been to the Bahamas or you know about the Bahamas? Um, I've never been to the Bahamas myself. Um, I definitely have family out there. Um, my father is actually West African, so I have been outside of uh, the U.S., but mm -hmm. it was actually to go to Conakry and Guinea in West Africa. <laughs> mm. And that's right. my, yeah, that's most of my experience, you know, just other continents and other places in the world. Um, I think, uh, in my personal opinion, the most beautiful place I've ever been has to be, uh, either, uh, Casablanca or Conakry. Um, I, I've never been anywhere more beautiful than that. I, I want to see more places in the world. I've also been to, uh, to, to Brussels, um, which is in this place by Germany. I've been, I've been to a couple of different places, but I want to like actually see the world you know what i'm saying right. like that that's my main 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 goal i want to go around everywhere regardless of that i'm probably going to end up settling down if i have the decision to set, settle down where i want to in africa and corner oh, wow. yeah oh, that's okay. where i'm right. raise my kids oh wow back to the motherland <laughs> you tell me, yeah you gotta bring it back yeah I, I genuinely believe that's that's the purpose of the diaspora i believe that we were supposed to you know intermingle and um gain an understanding of other continents and other cultures and other people so we could bring that back to the motherland so we could cultivate oneness into it into us i believe that god is oneness i believe that god is just consciousness and we are all conscious we are all aware of ourselves you know so i think that uh the intention of life the goal the evolution is just to return ourselves to oneness and i believe the best way for us to do that at the current position we are in in uh the human climate and you know all the crazy shit that goes on with humanity 
politically and socially and all that shit, the best thing we can do is love each other and invite people in. I think that is the best uh, solution. You know, I think that is the way to cultivate an actual uh, utopic society where everybody is chilling and there's just love. So I want to go back to the motherland and, and break bread and teach people that it's not what everyone fucking thinks it is because growing up, I would just hear that people uh, thought Africa was a jungle and you know, the world, you they all still think out. that. That's, that's yeah. the funny thing. They still think that. Yeah. <laughs> it is, you it is. should know, not to, not to cut you off, but you'd be surprised what they think about the Bahamas. They think we live in huts. Facts. <laughs> like, people in the States, <laughs> like Americans, like Americans. And I have family in America and a lot of Americans, the, the ignorant ones, really believe that us Bahamians, you know, we live in huts and we go in canoes to get our food and all kind of nonsense. Well, man, you're in the Baha you live in the Bahamas and you're watching video games? Why aren't you out there with a fishing pole and a canoe trying to get food for the day? That's what I want to know. And a bad bitch. Like, <laughs> make no bit of sense. And the fact that you never asked me once, huh? Could you repeat that? Huh? Huh? What is he saying? What is language is he saying? Like, I know I have a thick accent. You know, they always believe that Bahamians, we all Caribbean people, we all sound like, which I do believe we have similar accents because everyone mistakes us as Jamaicans. Right. <laughs> but, but I understand the Caribbean has similar accents. But it's, it's kind of frustrating, you know, when people always act, intentionally act ignorant towards anyone outside of the U.S. And my TikTok, I have a huge american following and then you have a little trolls here and there who come in like what language is he speaking you know it, it's so insane to me it's not so shocking that they still believe africa is so behind because the islands that's literally a skip away from florida they believe it's in huts <laughs> i feel you and, and i'm really grateful that you mentioned that because um yeah, dealing with other, you know, humans' ignorance and just the stupidity that, that is integrated into people, that that is taught in schools and institutions. The things that I've witnessed growing up in, in the American formal education system is just fucking insane. This, I've had an experience, um, I believe I was in the 10th grade when this happened, where I had a white American history teacher literally tell the, this entire class of children a false truth which was that the Black Panthers did the same thing to white people that the KKK did to black people. My mother uh, is a sociologist. I grew up, you know, having all of her teachings, everything about, you know, uh, Huey Newton and the Black Panthers drilled into me. And I knew inherently that was not true. And the Black uh -huh. Panthers were formed in order to protect our communities in response to police brutality. And it had nothing to do with harassing white people for being white. Uh -huh. um so i had to just get up and leave i was like yo can i go because <laughs> because like because the, there's so many stupid people teaching people stupid shit that isn't true and now you have a whole generation of children that are falsely impressioned with with hatred with a predisposed bigotry because of things that are aren't even reality you know and, and that makes me so mad <laughs> that makes me a different type of angry I, so i think the only way for us to combat shit like that you know like fake news <laughs> the only way to do anything about that is to make content and actively uh, put yourself in a platform to educate i thought the best way to do that and um, do it in a way where people will actually give me a chance and listen was uh throw up a picture of goku and luffy 
because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows who they are. You feel me? That so, is so sad, but so true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're not going to listen because people get, especially non-oppressed people or people who don't, um, who cannot comprehend what it feels like to be marginalized or oppressed because of something you can't control. Um, right. They get really uncomfortable. So every time you mention it, the first thing that they want to do is uh, deny. Like I, I've, I've heard a lot of racist white people make up this crazy ass false term called white guilt, where if you literally tell them the truth about actual history, about ways that black people have been oppressed institutionally and systemically, they'll be like, um, you're trying to guilt me for being white. You're using white guilt to make me feel bad for having privilege. As if that is somehow a actual like coherent response to the reality that black people have been institutionally oppressed. There's no way to get around that. And they'll do anything and everything to try to fucking you know, hop and hula hoop over that point without addressing that fact. And right. and I feel like we have to address it. We have to address it. It's, it's, it's an inevitability because if we don't, we can never move forward as a people. We can never get better. We can never improve our communities if we do not address and correct the root problem, which is systemic and institutionalized racism. The entirety of this country is framed around us not being successful. The premise of it. Exactly. And the, the crazy thing about it is the fact that it is hard because even as I went, when I'm talking about anything that is somewhat of substance on TikTok, it don't go nowhere. Like people like, eh, they don't pay no dust it. Uh, but if you talk about something, like you said, something that they know about, like Goku or whatever, they'll eat it up. They'll eat up jokes or eat up anything. You'll get more engagement. Like if I try to experiment, okay, hey, I'm going to talk about something, like I said, with substance or a personal project, crickets. But if you if you do something that they know is going to have a fun moment, they are going to eat it up like crazy. But hey, that's another conversation for another time. So I want to know. <laughs> I want to know, I want to know, is it easy to create content? Um, for me, yes, I, it feels second nature to me because in my personal um, perspective of life, the only time I genuinely feel as myself mostly is when I'm making something. I, I feel like every human inherently at our base level is a creative, regardless of how you are supposed to create. I believe that God is, is a creative consciousness and because the peace of God that we all have is consciousness. That means we are all creative. So that's all I do. If, I, if I'm not making a video, I'm editing a video. If I'm not editing a video, I'm thinking about what's the next video I'm gonna record. If I'm not making video content, I'm singing, I'm making songs. If I'm not making songs, I'm working on a comic book. I, I always gotta be creating something to be happy. That's what, that's a, what heaven a, is. Hey Sky, AKA the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. I didn't think about it that way. Yes, yeah. that is that is what you call a serious work ethic. Something I'm writing down right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Because when I'm yeah. done with the videos, I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> that's all I do, bro. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. So. How do you keep people engaged in with your videos? Like, you know, I keep people coming wanting more from you and not be like, okay, next content creator. Okay, so 
for me starting off like i said i've been uploading um besides the times i've been fucking banned and stuff where i couldn't post for like a week or two weeks oh. i've been uploading daily at least three to five times a day every month since december 2021 Ooh. so following that uh schedule the thing i noticed that improved my growth where i saw the growth skyrocket the most uh was by intentionally uh trying to start trends um around the time spoiler alert for anyone who is interested in one piece or wants to catch up with one piece but in order to tell you how i blew up on tiktok i have to uh, spoil this <laughs> yeah you won't spoil it for me thank you but okay. go ahead okay <laughs> please skip if you're interested but in chap chapter 1044 of one piece we find out that luffy is actually the sun god of his universe which is a really crazy trippy experience for me because i've been reading and following one piece literally my entire life and it was a random thing because prior to this luffy just a rubber boy you know what i'm saying like he can just stretch but <laughs> when that was revealed <laughs> I, I i i took it and i ran with it <laughs> me right there there's a sign it was a sign from god it literally that was exactly how i took it i cried when i read it because it made no sense whatsoever you know what i'm saying <laughs> 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 but but I took that and then I came up with the uh, the TikTok trend Sun God Luffy solos and I just would take a picture of him and his new transformation and I would be like Sun God Luffy solos your favorite universe including Naruto Dragon Ball Z any crazy shit you could think I would say to so that would that would piss somebody off and get them mad those videos would get like literally like four hundred thousand views five hundred thousand views uh, after. A, a day or two just because all these different fandoms were getting upset that i said that luffy could beat their universe and prior to prior to him becoming the sun god um it's it was a popular thing in the power scaling anime community to say that he's like island level that that luffy's like he's an island buster like at so, most. so you say you you benefited off of trolling for a bit <laughs> exactly yeah i just trolled I, <laughs> exactly i trolled and, and it just became a thing like now on random random people who i i have nothing to do with it'd be like hundreds of little kids just going to people's comment section sgls bozo ratio at some guy luffy solos and and i didn't even mean to do that it was just like it, it just naturally progressed into that because um i saw something and i was like okay i understand what i'm supposed to do with that and that's the best way I can really describe that. I think it just comes down to divine intervention and prayer. I would suggest that every content cre creator, if you want to um, encapsulate your audience, all you have to do is be yourself on camera and pray. And I think that those two things will um, allot you um, the people who are intended for you in your niche. Because you don't want to get eyes from just, you don't want to just get eyes. You don't want to just get like a million views, two million views, and then have those people you know, have you fade off in obscurity and they never watch content from you again. You want to build an actual following and a fan base, even if it's yeah. tiny in the beginning. Because most of the people are going to go a long way. Right. See, the, the thing is now about me, sorry, I'm a, a low-key narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the thing about me <laughs> is the fact that when, like you said, you know, build your fan base up and I just get tired fast. Like I'm sorry, I get died really fast. And Absolutely. when you have people engaging in your video, commenting, what my opinion about different stuff, I'll just be like, I'd be so overwhelmed. But I'm like, priest, this is what you want to do. But to find the, the energy, and when you just said earlier how your work schedule, how your mindset is when it comes to creating content, 
I envy that because I'm like, damn, I could be, me and Sky been talking about this and Sky give me advice on how to do things. And I'm like, just even writing the captions get tired. <laughs> and finding <laughs> right hashtags that works for your video, it's really hard. And then you have people who want to dictate what content you produce because they come from a particular thing, you know, and I'm trying my best not to be put in a box because that's not what I want to do. You know, when you first started TikTok, you did not automatically follow the trend of saying, okay, let me create this persona persona with, with Luffy and everything. Were you, what were you doing before that? Like, were you creating just random content or content about music? Like what were you doing before you found your niche? Okay, so <laughs> essentially, okay, I was making videos, but I I don't really consider them to be like actual, I didn't consider them to be actual content. I, looking back, um, I really respect the format of and what it is. And now, even to this day, like every time I do a video under this series, they're still some of my most popular. But I did um, ending ending the video when they miss. I, I would take the like the duet concept where someone would end the video like like that guy. I got it from that guy who who would fucking end the cooking video when he was too lazy to to keep making it. <laughs> you have you ever seen those? <laughs> no, but no, bro, it was this funny ass trend of this dude. I don't remember his name, but it was this it was this really funny dude, and he would always watch a cooking video and caption it, ending the video when I would be too lazy to make it. And then, and then the nigga would sit there, and then like two, like two steps into the cooking video, he would end the video, like right, right when the dude would open the bag to get the chicken out or something, he would end it. And I'd be like, damn, damn, lazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd be like, God damn. <laughs> but, but then I saw him do that, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna end the video when they miss. And I would react to the um to the anime uh, channels that would put up two different characters going up against each other in strength, speed, durability, and I would just right. end the video when I didn't agree with them. And so many little kids got mad over that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I literally made like 200 videos. It was for months. I didn't make any other content. I would just react. I would find a video on my phone while scrolling. I would click duet and then I would end it when I didn't agree and then post those. And I got like 7,000 followers over that. Wow. <laughs> that's good that's that's a nice trend yeah I must and then, say, and then everyone a... was like when are you gonna post actual content that i when i started getting that comment a lot i was like okay like um what am i gonna do and then i and then i was like what's the first thing i did i think the first video i had on um, go viral was um responding to this kid who made this i'm not even gonna mention his name because i don't want him to get no clout off this but he made a <laughs> right. it and uh posted it uh, and he has a whole TikTok dedicated to him, like promoting his racist anime. He has a racist fucking name and everything. And then, and then he tries to make himself seem like the victim. He made a video saying, like, uh, I'm getting bullied for making an anime because I'm Asian. Does that, that, that's the only reason I made a response. I was like, are you really trying to, like, say you're getting bullied because you're an Asian person making an anime? You think that's the reason why we're talking? <laughs> it just made me mad. <laughs> But, but but I responded to it and I was like, no, we're, they're bullying you because you're racist. And and that was literally <laughs> that was the whole video and it got like five hundred thousand views in like a week. Wow! Just, it, that was my first video to ever like go up. And then that's when I was like, okay, people like want to see you talk. People like want to see you interact with the camera. And that was something that was always hard for me because I used to think I was so ugly looking and I would never want to get in front of a camera and it was something I had to like unlearn myself to like actually put my face on camera and I was 
still dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? But when I saw that video do its numbers, I was like, all right, bro, you just gonna have to get over it. <laughs> you just gotta got do something. That's me. Me. That's me too. Yeah, I got that. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I think we all <laughs> sadly, I think we all struggle with that type of insecurity. I feel like the world tries to make us that way. Yeah, because you always feel like someone, oh man, I'm are they gonna perceive my looks or are they gonna tear me apart because of my features? But you know you can get that regardless. You're gonna have people who are gonna like it, you got people who don't like it. And why I'm saying this to you, I'm looking in the mirror. Cause it is, <laughs> it is, it is hard. You know, it's hard because at one point I only want to do voiceovers. I did not want to show my face because well, you have the luxury, you live in a bigger country. And if you do show your face, nine and ten you're not gonna bump into the people you you know who follow you or who or who in, interact with your videos. But on right. a, I'm a small island where Aaron and mother can see you. And yeah. and talk to someone and be like, hey, I use that guy from so and so. It's kind of nerve wracking to put yourself out there, especially when you're in a small community, you know. And that's the thing. But going back to what you said, people like to hear you talk and everything. I was like, I was telling Sky, I said, it's your voice. You have that voice where you know, if you do a documentary or something like that, you have that voice where people want to listen to. Uh, or even if you're doing audible, you know, people, you have that soft spoken voice where people are like, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll listen to it. it it's very calming. It's very Do some calming. voice acting, man. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think all three of us could definitely make a whole career out of voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's definitely was your your selling point because I was very interested, and I I started to get like because you know TikTok now showing everyone video, it's, especially if you follow them, they're starting to sh like pump it out. I don't know what's going on with the algorithm, but it's starting to show more and more people you follow which is really good that means you're giving us a chance <laughs> right <laughs> so, and i'm seeing i'm seeing more and more of your content i'm like i'm like damn i'm always interested in what you have to say you know what i mean i'm really interested in your theories and all these other stuff half the stuff i don't know what the hell you're talking about but i'm like <laughs> but i'm like i'm like you sound believable <laughs> You can maybe talk about something that you pull out of the, out of the wood, and I wouldn't even know if it's true or not. But I'm, I'm because you have a trustworthy face, and you and your voice is very calming. Thank you're you. very believable. You know what I mean. And people want to hear more and more what you have to say. I know for me for sure. Like smooth, like a saxophone. Just whenever you speak, then you hear the saxophone carry on <laughs> bad in the background. Oh, that's love. That makes me feel very, very love. I feel I extend that same love and that same appreciation back to y'all, man. I, I believe that I believe that we can all do this and be successful, genuinely. Yeah. Yes, we can. Yeah, and you know how you do that? When you have no problem sharing your space. Because a lot of times when people are like, oh, no, this for me, this for me, this for me. And it's like, no, this world's big enough for all of us to eat off of it. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm you know, and especially in the black, the, the reason why I keep, and this is something I don't want to go too off topic because we want to make everything more fun and light, you know, you know, <laughs> off this podcast. I like your, your, you point a lot of things, but I think I need to bring you back on for my another podcast. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> the next side of my podcast, you know what I mean? But, but to go off a little bit, right, as black people, we cry about how, Oh, our white counterparts are doing so well and everything they get. I'm just like, yeah, they doing that because white people support white people. I said, black people, we give each other a hard time. You know, we we give each other a hard time. I said, the reason why 
they're always on each other for you page because white people are supporting each other in drones i say black people we're like skeptical like mm, i don't know if i like you or not i don't like how you say something this way we're so skeptical you know what i mean so it's it's really hard and then as a race we have this particular ideology of what we feel is black you know and it just in gatekeeping in our own community is really hard so i think that's what makes it so hard for black content creators to make it is because of our own race now i'm not be a popular opinion amongst other people maybe we'll say what the hell are you talking about but hey that's just my feel on why black content creators don't make it as faster as the white counterpart i'm sorry i see million views there's a million white people right there supporting that along with some black people I said, and then black people right there following their nails when you when watching your videos. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's um, yeah, I think that's definitely a very engineered thing too. We could definitely talk way way deeper into that if you want. I, yes. I know a lot of stuff about that. <laughs> yes, yes, for the next podcast. <laughs> for the next podcast. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about a little controversy that happen with a fan art now you briefly was telling me that in the dms and i forgot to follow up you on follow up on you about that <laughs> it's all about the sun god and how there was a like a black version of the of luffy did you say because i could i can't remember 100 but you said that someone you knew draw for you yes yeah everyone who's watching this please go tap in with my brother uh alex i'm pretty sure his name on um uh tiktok is boogie the lights um he's my right hand man right now he's actually um the co-owner of my discord server he's helped me run a discord with like 700 people in it like and curate all the events and stuff. how much people sorry uh 700 we had like 700 oh wow, people. wow. yeah the discord the discord uh went up around the same time that uh the minority hunter zoro video started going up and then like literally hundreds of people just started joining it was it went from like 50 to like 300 in a day it just it keeps going but i would i would love for y'all to tap in i would love for y'all to come through it's called all the lights we're on discord we're on all you can look us up on any other uh discord um curating sites and we have a really dope community our whole uh premise is we want to be a safe space on the app i want to be this is the only place where we're not allowing no toxicity, no no arguing in the chest. It's just love, peace, and positivity. We, we start the day with a grand rising session where I send a prayer out to everybody and then we just play games and chill. And then I say goodnight and send everybody a prayer of love and, uh, every night, you feel me? And it's a really dope spot. I would love everybody on the internet who's willing to come join the All The Lights server. The link is in my TikTok bio. But Definitely, yeah. definitely, because I'm all for a solid Discord. I'm in a few, actually. I was thinking about creating my own Discord. Me and Sky have one where we just doing, but we just only really doing it for like Pokemon Unite. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it wasn't really something like for a bunch of people, but I'm open to doing something like that, and I'm definitely interested in joining other people on as well. So definitely, as soon as I come off, I'll join in. So you said your boy was the one who created for you. Which what's his name is again? Sorry, Alex. His name is um his name is Alex. Um. In the server, he goes by Art God because he's the artist. He does all the the crazy cover arts that I have for some of my songs. He did um my current PFP on TikTok and my uh, my previous one that had the controversy um, that you were referencing. He's he's the mastermind behind all of that. 
So how did that went viral? Because how do people, people be bored? Because how did they even get wind of that? Like, how did that became a thing? So basically, all that happened was he drew it for me. I asked him for a, a profile picture for TikTok that was custom. He made um the sun god a Luffy Ja PFP. I put it up. Everyone's like, yo, you, you have the hardest PFP on the app. That That is crazy. Everyone was gassing it up. I was like, cool. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Then um, one of my mutuals, Diaries of a Holy Night, who I think has um, almost 900K now. He's about to hit a million. Shout out to him. I love you, brother. God bless you. Uh, he posted a video using the picture. He said, um, racist check. Do, do you guys have a problem with this? Because I don't. And then apparently right. from there it went viral. There's so many people with it now that I don't even know, but like I'll go on Twitter looking for pictures for, for my for my edits or my videos, and people will have it. The Black Luffy PFP is, is everywhere now because of that. And everyone in the comments was supportive, but there were a lot of racist people saying, I don't like this, or Luffy is not black, Luffy can't be black. Even though <laughs> if you if if you go into the details of the story itself and what uh, the creator has said about the character. Um, there's no reason for that not to be a possibility. One, Oda, Ichiro Oda, the creator of One Piece, has illicitly stated all of the nationalities of each of the Straw Hats. He said like where they would be from if they were real. And when he went to Luffy, he said that Luffy would be Brazilian. Now, yeah, yeah. not only is Brazilian a nationality, you know what I'm saying? And not like a racial identification, meaning that anyone of any color of any race can be Brazilian. Right. Um, not 91% of Brazilian people, apparently, according to Google, I don't know if this is true, have African DNA. It sounds true, you know, just because of uh, the transatlantic slave trade and, you yeah, know, how a lot of a lot of African slaves went to Brazil to South, exactly. um, to South America. Yeah, that's true. So if Luffy would be Brazilian in real life, he would have black in him. <laughs> 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 And also the name of Luffy's devil fruit. Um, spoiler alert for anyone who um is interested, please skip forward. Uh, the true name is the human human fruit model sun god Nika, <laughs> which I think confirms his blackness. Well, are you trying to say because you have Nika there? <laughs> <laughs> now wait, hold on. Now. I, I feel like I feel like something something off about that. Wait, wait. Okay. That boy ingested well, it, so he became it. It is partially that, but it is for um another reason. And the other reason is that the Sun God Nika in the One Piece world, um, the legend of him is that he is a liberator of slaves or uh, the liberation warrior. He's known as the physical embodiment of freedom and peace. And uh, when you look at the story of One Piece and how it's played out, there are literally arcs of Luffy overthrowing capitalists and slave owners to free slaves yeah. that actually happens in one piece so yeah i think there's definitely a black identity connected not only to the narrative of one piece but to the character luffy himself and anyone who has a problem with me saying that is a bigot so i couldn't give a shit less luffy's black see and then the, the crazy thing about it is that when i and i think the person you, you're talking about who kind of helped blew that situation up yeah I do at him, not knowing that this had a connection to you. I do at it because I'm like, why is it a whole thing? And then, of course, the trolls came in my comment section, started talking about, oh, if he isn't black, oh, if we did this to Black Panther, I'm like, okay, now you sound stupid. Okay. They always result to that for some reason. (laughs) Definitely not white. I hope white people don't think Luffy's white because he isn't. The conversation is so silly, and the argument is silly. The argument you used was so stupid. Sometimes it'd be little kids 
arguing with you and it's not be growing adults. It's children with bigoted ass parents. Yes, and the thing is not that. I said in my comment section, Black Panther, first of all, Black Panther was created by a white guy who who created Black Panther to represent a group of people who were not represented at all back in the day. So he was to help represent, give representation for Black people. White people have representation in abundance till it overflows. So when you're <laughs> talking about well, if we made this person like you have a bunch of characters that represent every boy, every girl that's out there. And Luffy, first of all, is not even connected to y'all. It wasn't even made by y'all. But y'all somehow y'all are gatekeeping how his tone of skin should be. And he's not his tone of skin that even it's not even white. <laughs> exactly. The, 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 not only that, like that's the most aggravating part to me, genuinely, personally. I agree with you and I feel the same as that boy. But to me, I feel like anyone who is a bigot does not understand the character because Luffy is literally freedom. He is like freedom embodied as a person. He does not agree with oppression. He believes that everyone is evil and he just wants all his homies to eat. That's all he thinks about. If, if you have a problem with someone else personifying themselves as Luffy because they identify with him, then you don't even comprehend the character. Right. Well, I, I don't get it. I think that the internet is, while it's a beautiful thing, it's, it's really weird because there's a lot of there's a lot of weirdos who say a lot of stupid shit. But that's why it's so important for us to make content because for, for every one liberator, there's 10,000 idiots doing the exact opposite. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So I want to know, since we're on topic of One Piece and everything, what is your favorite character in the One Piece universe? <laughs> okay, so for my whole life... Outside of Luffy. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life, it was actually Ace. Luffy was not my favorite character until very recently, because um, me and my girl actually just started watching One Piece together from the beginning, because she hadn't seen it. And there was a whole chunk that I had I'd read in the manga, but I didn't watch in the anime in the beginning. Mm -hmm. so, so it was wow, like you actually convinced her to watch One Piece. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're on episode wow. like I think we're almost on episode 250 now. Whoa, like, whoa, and, wow. I know, right? <laughs> you skip you, you skip the those beginning parts that take at least <laughs> like 10 minutes. Just to get through a whole uh, oh backstory. The last God, episode so is annoying. annoying. It's so annoying. annoying, bro. I skipped the fillers. We did yeah. we did skip all the filler episodes, which was like I think it amounted to like maybe 15, 20. Um, but but we <laughs> we've watched all the canon episodes of One Piece up to then and it's been a dope it's been a dope experience. Um, so why Ace? Ace is just oh my god, Ace is just that guy, bro. Um prior to the whole Sun God thing. Ace was the only person who had powers close to like being the sun guy. Like, so he was he was cool uh, to that degree in in my eyes because he ate the fire devil fruit, so he was just all fire. The other thing that made him cool to me was just how he was introduced, and I feel like that in my personal opinion, we were not actually shown how overpowered Ace was. You know, prior to you know how the character ends up, I don't think that we are shown you know just how OP this guy can really. 
You feel me? And he he yeah. was he was a dope guy. Marineford is my favorite arc of, of One Piece of all time to this day, even including Wano and all the Kaido stuff. I still believe that Marineford is the best. Would you, would you say your, your favorite one is? Um, Marineford. Marine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I. And it, yeah, it's because it's Ace's arc. I mean, you know, it's it's a yeah, depressing it's a prison arc. battle, right? Not the prison yeah, battle. That's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, all about saving to... Ace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite part of the story. For I think that's when One Piece has uh, the the tonal shift where it really becomes a serious. It's not just like a goofy Looney Tune story at that point, you know? Right, 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 right. But yeah, okay. Ace was my guy. I love Ace so much. That's probably my favorite One Piece character besides Luffy. Right. <laughs> I don't know, because you just give a little trivia and all these other stuff for the One Piece universe. I don't know, can you give me like 10 things people may not know about the popular anime? 10 things people may not know about One Piece. Okay, so like I said a little earlier, in the power scaling community, a lot of people think that Luffy maxes out at island level or continental, but upon my rewatch, I've actually watched Luffy fight and successfully defeat a villain that could literally swallow entire islands without using their full power in the pre-time skip of one piece so luffy i think gets under um underscaled um, dramatically in terms of how vastly powerful he really is because prior to him even like getting his transformations like gears and stuff he's able to knock out people who can swallow continents literally <laughs> and and just i'm I don't I don't know how else to um emphasize that Luffy is really 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 OP, way more OP than you realize. This is also connected to another thing you may not know about the One Piece um you know universe, but um the One Piece Earth, their version of Earth is not the same as ours and it, it is um emphasized in the story that it is dramatically different. I believe they have eight moons orbiting around the One Piece uh planet. And uh yeah, there's a character in the story whose name is Marco. He serves as the doctor slash the navigator of the, the Whitebeard Pirates in the One Piece verse. His favorite card, which is what information cards are known as in One Piece, states that he spent his entire, his entire childhood reading books about the size of the earth and all the different islands on the One Piece earth and how vast it is. And he says that there are 10 to 20 million islands on the One Piece planet. In, in real life, there's only a couple thousand islands on our planet. And that coupled with the fact that one of the smaller islands on the One Piece Road uh, is known to be the same size of, as Australia allows us to put the One Piece scale of yeah. the planet at way, 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 way larger than, than our Earth. It's bare minimum like 10 times bigger than regular planet Earth. So that means that because of that, you know, because all, all the different islands and the continents and landscapes are much, much, much wider and much, much more vast, destroying a continent or destroying an island on the One Piece planet is like a continental or multi-continental feat on a regular sized Earth. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because the planet is so much bigger. So I, I gotta a, pick up on that because how you be like days in one island, just adventuring to one island from because Jesus only take you like a couple of hours to get to one point of the island and neck. But in Luffy world you'll be there like a whole you sweating as a continent. You know, so, so I definitely is, peeped out for sure. So this is trippy and this doesn't even make sense, but there's a character that has this ability that he can propel people in any direction he wants in a bubble at the speed of light. So the bubble is traveling at light speed, right? Anywhere. He puts Luffy yeah, in this bubble. He sends Luffy traveling across the seas at the speed of light 
Luffy flies across the sea for three days in this bubble, and it takes him three days to reach the next island. Flying at light speed, that means that there's that much distance that that it took him three days to reach landmass flying across the ocean. That's insane. I don't I don't right. even know how to explain how wide how 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 wide the planet has to be, how vast it is. You can imagine it's sailing your boat if it takes that long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we got the Luffy power scale. We have the <laughs> the measurement of the world, the ten you say ten moons, right? Um don't quote me on <laughs> Don't quote like me on the exact man. amount of moons, but it's a lot of moons, bro. It's a moons. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. All right. Um, we got any more? I know I said ten, but you know, I, I it might be stretching it. <laughs> nah, nah, I definitely got a couple more in me. I got you. I'm a nerd. You know we do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um Echido Oda, the creator of One Piece, is a super, super huge Dragon Ball nerd and Luffy obviously is a reference to goku if you watch it even if you don't watch it if you just look at luffy they're basically the same character luffy's just a pirate version of goku but he also has a move that is a direct reference to dragon ball called reno uh, schneider and um, when he does the move he takes the form of doing the kamehameha wave so his the move is essentially luffy's version of the kamehameha mm. is that out already yeah, it, it's um Gear Four. It's um Gear Four Luffy. Um, in his fight against Doflamingo in, in uh, Dress Rosa, which is like episode seven hundred something, uh, he uses it. <laughs> I watch up to one. I mean, so much episode. Like you really is a huge fan because I can't remember every detail. Like how you <laughs> have a vivid memory of everything. I'm like, oh, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. So, wow. Can I stop at Wano? I saw about Wano, the beginning, half part of Wano. That's why I stopped that. I ain't I even reach Wano. <laughs> Did you say it, Ty? I said, I ain't even reach Wano. I, 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 I kind of waiting to binge it. You know, just binge read it. Wait, I stopped there watching. is over a thousand episodes. What are you waiting on? <laughs> look, man, look. I feel like I can catch up soon, and then I'm going to be like, ah, time to wait again, and then I don't feel like reading it again. I don't know. And we get into the last. Yeah, you really think you can watch over ten, a thousand episodes? I'm not gonna watch it. No, no, watching it take too long with the recaps and all that. So I'm like, you know what? I just read it. It's it's much faster, in my opinion. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know we did say ten things, guys, but I want to talk about something right now. To the next question I <laughs> how do you? How would you convince people like Sky? <laughs> and best time into watching a thousand plus episodes like how would you convince sky and everyone else who say man that's a lot of episodes i know if i could sit down and watch one piece because <laughs> i used to be one of y'all i used to talk so much mess about when i tell you i used to hate on one piece on a daily basis i used to hate on one piece on a daily basis. <laughs> i used to talk <laughs> mouth about how naruto better about how goku slams about how Luffy, you know, the first time I saw it was when I was five on Toonami, and I don't know why, but every time I tried to watch it, it would just put me straight to sleep. <laughs> I got that. Wow. I got that. <laughs> but, but I think that it was just a journey of self-discovery and self-actualization because later on in my life, 
first time I met my biological father, which is also the first time I went to Africa. That's why I went to Africa was to go meet him. Um, I took a whole bunch of manga with me on the plane because I wanted to um, entertain myself. And one of the manga that my mom's bought me was the first volume of One Piece. And oh, I was crazy. like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna try it out. Like I'm just let's fuck it. Like I don't got nothing else to do. When I when I tell you, like I want to say a good thirty pages into the first chapter of One Piece, I had tears down my eyes. I'm crying. The ne- the next the next. 20 pages i'm laughing because it's, it's also a comedy um, it, is, it is it's just a beautiful it's just a, i got sucked in the manga really sucked me in and then after that um i just was i was just a one piece head like i just i've always been one piece since that and that's what that's what made it so crazy that this whole thing just happened because my discord name for literally the entire time i've had discord since like 2015 2016 has been monkey d luffy and then like literally this year he randomly turned into the sun god <laughs> and it checked me out <laughs> it still checks me out to this day <laughs> but i understand why i think like i said it's just a journey of actualization and self-discovery i think that once like humanity gets to the point where we all discover ourselves ourselves everybody will be one piece fans <laughs> see my thing is like i have my co-worker who was talking to me about why he couldn't get into one piece because it's very long Everybody say that facts. Everyone says that, you know, and I have someone who I know who actually just read the manga, like what Sky's doing, just read the manga, but didn't watch the actual series because they. uh, Oh no, I watched it. I just, I just, I I think I stopped after a certain point, and I was like, let me just read it because why not? Because I caught up, I think, with the show, and then I was like, then more episodes came out, and I was like, let me just read it just so I can see what's going on, and I was like, okay, nice, and then I caught up with the manga, and I was like, well time to wait but then i just i just couldn't keep going back and forth with it so i was like i'll just leave it alone and binge it later when it's done i guess in the future if i'm alive i don't see see, my issue with one piece because i started watching one piece when i was a kid and i remember when it like like you said came on tsunami i watched it and i'm like especially when the original theme song came on which was fire theme of the pirates in the grass like like that was like my theme song and i'm like when i was a kid i was like I, every time i come from school i was rushing in trying to put my bike down just to watch one piece thank god we have the internet and we can watch oh, yeah. stuff online because you have to wait on tanami schedule oh, yeah. <laughs> to watch these things but yeah i fell in love with one piece it like you said made me cry made me laugh it was just one thing i must say is order the great excellent storyteller he touch on sensitive topics it's amazing how people watch one piece and racist but still that's what i'm saying enjoy one, no piece, but one piece talks about racism and oppression you know what i mean oppression that's like, one, yeah that's one way it, talks it don't make no sense stuff. And then, i don't yeah. think i'd make i'd be like mm, i don't watch this because this is against my views they they eating it up it's all about acceptance accepting people are different classism all these other stuff and it just goes over the head but anyway that's you know people stupid and over people are stupid <laughs> yeah my thing about one piece and what i fell off on because i stopped at one is the fact that luffy can be fighting one person for 10 to 15 episodes i'm like oh hey yo that's dragon ball <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's well yeah 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 and i'm like oh my gosh and it's the same song and dance where luffy gets defeated and then for somehow he remember one training segment segment in his head 
and then now you find his power to defeat this person still end up getting defeated and then boom he went at the end it, it's like oh my it's god it's too long it's too long like the fight seems to be too long for me and wano storyline i feel is very drawn out wano and mom's whole cake we call it whole cake island arc i can agree with that yeah it was too drawn out for me like they really drawn that out to me and i was like especially the whole cake saga that was too that was too drawn out it was too drawn and then wano feels very slow very slow and I, that's what really got me to say you know what i'm gonna take a break off it i really just stop and anyone like like ja say spoiler anyone who didn't catch up to this episode yet i stopped when they revealed that the, the kid, I forget their names. The kid and and this when they revealed that they're from the past. That's where I stopped at, and I said, "Okay, time to take a break." <laughs> <laughs> I never came back after that, <laughs> and I know a lot of stuff happened after that moment. So I don't know. It's like it's like I don't know what's going on. With, it's starting to become very competitive, in my opinion, when it comes to the later episode of One Piece. I don't know what Order's doing, but it's. Mm, Compare this old episodes to now, everything just feels like he is on like slow mode when it comes to the point of each episode. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I agree. Um, I think that the, the One Piece anime definitely has shown a little bit of a pacing problem, but I think that it is still worth the enjoyment, especially if you don't know anything uh, about it already. Like if you're just starting off, you haven't checked out anything of it i would say just try the anime just try it if it's too long if it's if the pacing is annoying if you're not enjoying it then read the manga and i promise you you will have a 10 out of 10 experience that to me the, the manga is practically flawless <laughs> um but that's what i would recommend I, I would recommend anyone who thinks that the the pacing of the anime is too long just try out the manga watch the really cool fights and stuff and all the cool scenes that are animated but just mm -hmm. read it Everyone yeah. should ex everyone should experience this story, in my mind. Yeah, but I never I never read the manga. I just watched the show. So that's a W. That's lit. <laughs> I, think, I think you should. I think you should try it. Try it. Like if you're not fatigued on the story yet, just to give yourself a different experience because it is definitely a different experience. It, yeah. two different Reading it from the beginning or or which part? Um, if you chose to. From, <laughs> well, yeah, you probably want to read it from where wherever you left off. <laughs> but I would say definitely read it, uh, read the rest from um, Wano moving forward. Definitely Wano. Wano's going crazy in the manga right now. The manga's on fire. It can't miss. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Hey, um, so the tattoo is that inspired by One Piece universe, or that's something you actually came up by yourself? You said the what? The tattoo in your hand. Like, is that inspired by the One Piece universe, or that's actually something you got off from the internet, or something that you came up with on your on your own? Yeah, nah, that's me. Yeah, that's that's the Sun God symbol. That's my personal brand. Um, I have a um a clothing line called SOG or something God, and the symbol is just the sun symbol that I got tattooed on my hands when I found out the meaning of my name. I think I told y'all a little bit about that briefly, so you know I won't. Yeah. Oh, okay, I really thought that. So even the tattoo on Luffy's stomach, that I thought that was a logo from One Piece. Oh, oh nah, nah, yeah, my man's added that. Yeah, that's my logo. Yeah, he added, he added the logo to him. Um, and yep. Hmm. 
okay, cool, cool, cool. We can talk more about your merch and your line and everything. That's cool. Still- that's cool. All right. So, anything that you dislike about One Piece yourself that you say mm, they could have done different, or you basically feel the same way about just the pacing, and that's basically it. Okay. So the the only thing that makes me mad is like when there there's hella times where there'll, there'll there'll be like a fight that we've been waiting for for so long, and either it won't happen or it'll happen off screen, and that makes me so mad, bro. Because that has happened so many times. <laughs> it's happened too many times. What happened? What do you mean off screen? Okay, oh, so um, there's two characters that had two major characters, by the way, two admirals, Akainu and Aokiji. Well, we are told oh, during the time skip. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, they, they have a, a off screen battle at Punk Hazard that changes the island forever, but they don't show us the battle. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? Like, why do I need to know that they did this if you're not gonna show me them doing that? You feel me? Because then it just feels like a wasted opportunity because we're never gonna see it. We're never gonna see what happened there. You know, we, we just got a couple glimpses um, of Jinbei telling the story, and then they think that suffices. And I don't, I don't feel that way. You know, I want to see, I want to see them throw hands. Right, right. I agree. I would have said I take too much time out of me. I had to, I had to move. Yeah, on. I would have said, yeah, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> y'all could y'all could get what I give y'all. Now y'all are getting too much. You know. Do you really believe that Luffy is Dragon's son? Because it's kind of weird how Oda's drawing what is it again? Rogers to look like an older version of Luffy. Like I don't That's understand that. Thought. That's an interesting thought. I never heard I never heard anyone say that. That's crazy. Cause because to be honest, I believe that that twist is possible, especially since how, spoilers, <laughs> we, we found out that Ace is Gold Roger's son. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that a reverse plot twist of that be, that would be extra, but it would be cool. <laughs> I just want, what well, my thing is, I, I want to find out that Luffy is Lanarian. Have you guys ever heard of that theory? The Mary? Um, mm-hmm. Lanarian is a race in the One Piece world. Of, of basically black people it's like literally like dark-skinned black people that have um wings and flames they have the ability to emit flames um, from their head there's a theory that sanji is part since we know sanji's like a test tube baby he's gmo there's a theory that the reason he can generate fire on his legs and that he doesn't like ever sweat or get hot is because his father implanted lunarian dna in him is this a race I, of people I, that already introduced him into the world Yes, they were introduced in Wano. Dang, yeah, behind, behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm behind, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, bro. No, that's fine. I'll forget about it eventually and then I'll try and read it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought we knew that. I'm so sorry. I told you I stopped at Wano when they revealed that the people from the past. <laughs> yeah, when you said, yeah, because my bad, it happened in Wano. So when you said Wano, I was just thinking, yeah, but you said the start of Wano. So it, my bad. I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel so bad. Oh, no, no problem, no problem. <laughs> okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, let's get to know Ja a little closer. If you're comfortable with me asking these questions, you just skip, skip, next. Skip <laughs> the tutorial. Yeah, yeah, next. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's safe to assume you're expecting your first job. Yes. Okay, so that's your first job. All right, yes. cool, cool. So, how does it feel to be a soon to be dad? That's what I wanted my whole life, man. I can't wait. I'm so excited to meet him. 
so excited. Wow, so is it something you always wanted to happen at this stage of your life, or you say, man, God's time is God's timing? Um, well, yeah, I do feel that way with everything. It's all about divine timing, but personally in myself, yes, that is my main personal desire above anything else. I just want to be the world's greatest father. Genuinely, I mean that. That's I all get I that. Do. I get that. I didn't have one. I was raised by all women. You know what I'm saying? I have, I have a little brother that was also raised by all women alongside me. And growing up with him and being his father figure and being the oldest sibling as I was, just, I really had a lot of mental trauma that came with that. You feel me? I had a fucked up relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always felt uneasy around other men. Like, all, every men would easily make me aggro. I would always want to fight or yell, you know what I'm saying, around dudes. And I didn't. I didn't understand why until I, I came around, you know, my male mentors and my father figures in my life later on in life who who instilled the importance of, you know, just having a father, a male presence. You know? Right. And once I understood that, like, that's that's all I want to do. You feel me? I want to be like everybody's father, even if it's not like, you know, my my, my biological kid. I just want to interact with every child, you know, black, white or whatever. Just like. Right. So it's your, sorry, it's your. Your mom is from Africa? No, my or, father is. My father is. So she is did he travel to the US and met your mom or did she traveled over there? Uh he came to the US actually, yeah. Um they had they had me while he was over here and then he got deported when I was born. Pretty much. Uh, dang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that was something that I had, like you feel me going on with, with me mentally, because I didn't even know he existed. My mom uh, says she don't know nothing about this, obviously, of course. But from my lived experience, my perspective, I didn't even know he existed till I was eight years old. I thought another man was my father. Um, wow. I, she told me, yeah, she, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> so when when I had that introduced in my life and that whole layer of like, who am I? Where do I come from? And how do I navigate this? Because I didn't have a father. I didn't have nobody to claim that. It really made me want to just make sure nobody ever feels that way. I think that's where that came from in me but because of that like the only thing that matters to me like above materialism above anything else i just want to be the world's greatest father i want to have yeah. a bunch of kids and get them a dope ass home I yeah so you know the goal yes and the goal is always to be better than our, par- our parents who came before us that's always the goal you know what i mean so Thanks. we learn from the mistakes of our parents and we try not to repeat it and you know unfortunately in the black community, you know, it's probably every community, but I love talking about black people because I'm black. <laughs> so we have generational curse and we got to find a way to break the curse. You know what I mean? And sometimes we don't communicate with our children or even communicate with our family or get that internal healing to release ourselves from the shackles of our parents' past. And then we carry that on to our new family. You know what I mean? So we always want, like I said, it's the goal is always to be better than our parents. You know, that's always the goal. And if you acknowledge the stuff, the hurt, you dealt with it properly. Because if you don't deal with it, even though you say, I'm not going to be like my mom, I'm not going to be like my daddy. And then lo and behold, you become a mini them to your Thanks. children. Thanks. Yeah. So, lot of self-reflection. So, <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> Do you know the gender of your child yet or, or it's too soon? Nah, it's a little boy. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, he started off with a boy. <laughs> right? I thought it was going. I, th- I thought he was going to be a girl. <laughs> oh, okay, I really did. 
boy. Cool, cool. You mentioned how you convince. I don't know how, but you convince your girlfriend or, or wife. Which one is it? The title. That's my wife. That's your wife. Okay, cool. You convince your wife to sit down and watch One Piece with you. Is she an anime fan? Yeah, she wasn't at first, but she loves One Piece. She's hooked into One Piece. Every anime I tried to show her beforehand, she wasn't like, she would watch, but like, wasn't like all the way entertained. But we're both actually genuinely invested in One Piece now. Mm. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's you have a lot of uh, episodes that she could watch. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the perfect show. It's the perfect show to get hooked on. The time she, she finished One Piece, probably the little one be right now watching with her. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> a episode long. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Okay, so how did you, like, how did you find someone who was a interested in okay receptive into the anime situation say okay he likes anime okay let me get involved what he likes and also supporting your your route to be a content creator and slash musician how did you how did that go about like is she like yay <laughs> or yeah. she like you doing your thing um yeah god just brought us together i really don't even know how else i would describe it because that's literally the only way to describe it it's just like I ended up going on a spiritual retreat uh, where we met each other. I was in a different relationship at the time. She was in a different relationship at the time. She did Reiki on me. Um, and it just like, it just removed all this trauma from me. You feel me? Like, it was cool. And then we uh, we stayed in touch. She came to my show, um, my first ever show, or the, the, the rehearsal for my f- first ever show. I'm sorry. The day before it, Baltimore. And, um, <laughs> And then, then after that, we just like we just naturally kind of like came together. And then she told me she had feelings for me, and, and then we just started chilling. And like I realized that I loved her. Like for like oh, we, wow. we was best we was best friends. We was best friends. And then like I just love her so much. You know what I'm saying? Like I just had to sit and I realized that I was like, yo, I, I love you. And then we got together. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good, man. That's great. You always won. The goal is always how a a partner that that supports your goals and you know you both understand that hey these are the route i want to take and i'm going to support you on your rise to your purpose you know it's always great to have someone who's just there to support not blindly support you now but support thanks, <laughs> thanks. That's you don't want no one there who watching you walk in the ditch right. <laughs> and be like you know that's this dream and you're like no nah, see red fly let me know now so <laughs> so that's good that's good now how because you i noticed that you're sharing a lot on your social platform you know you're sharing who she is and also that you're expecting do you think that social media is safe to share all this information yeah personally just because one i feel like I just really had to learn who I am. I feel like this journey, like I, I keep saying, I feel like God is really telling me this, uh, instill this message. It's really, it's about learning your power. It's self-actualization. And in that self-actualization, I, I don't have fear. I realized that if, if it will be, it will be. God God is eternal. It's infinite. It's everything. And, and there is no refuting it, regardless of whether I try to or not. If it is, it is. It will be. And um, I've just accepted that in the sense of flowing with that. And uh, 
I've, I've tried so hard to run away from this purpose. I've tried to end my life so many times. I've tried to do everything but this for so long and it never worked out. And I, I just had to realize that it was because because God is telling me to do this. You feel me? Like this is this is your lane. Go ahead, just go do it. You know everything, you have all the skills. I've, I've, I've instilled you with all you need to succeed. And when I heard that, when I had that message given to me, I was just like, okay, yes, sir, I surrender. I got you. You feel me? Okay. Right. Okay. My thing is, well, my podcast is called Passing Energy. It's that nerdy one, such as a segment of Passing Energy. Now, I'm all about energy and vibe and all kind of stuff like that, right? And I always like to protect. And that's great that you are, you know, you're very strong and supportive in your stance and believe that no weapon formed against me will prosper. And that's great. That's a great alternative to look at it. But my thing is that <laughs> people are so people are so evil. <laughs> I don't believe in giving people content. You know, the less is better. Because when you have a group of people praying for your downfall, miserable people, like, oh, you look happy. I'm gonna pray that y'all break up. I'm gonna pray that I'm gonna sow seeds of doubt in each of your mind that y'all will end up going your separate ways. That's how evil this world is, you know? And the, the fact that I don't believe in giving people, I shield my loved one, my family, my friends, whoever they meet, I shield them by not giving no one no names. I, I, I shield that. them by not giving no one, because they, if they're content creators, that's something different. We all. We are in this together. But if they're not really a content creating type people, I believe in keeping them where I met them. We we outside. <laughs> we inside. <laughs> we inside. Now, the content creation, I didn't met my friends there. So they don't need to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't met my significant other there. I met them outside or inside. That's just my outlook on sharing too much with people who don't need to know that <laughs> you know let's talk about what we know about we like anime let's talk about our common situation everything else that has nothing to do with what we talking about we need to stay right there now who even <laughs> sorry man nah i trying to put up i trying to put something up sorry about that <laughs> my stomach's down the ground too i had it I was like, what the hell? Yeah, so, no, I didn't think you were on the head up. Sorry. You went, really? <laughs> yeah, no, no. This microphone I have so sensitive. <laughs> it can have a pin drop. <laughs> and and right. I definitely but, understand that sentiment um, that you said. I love and appreciate that energy that you have about that. And I feel that same way, especially when it comes to respecting other people's um, privacy and consent. Just when it comes to me in terms of how I've been curating my content, something that right. God has been telling me for a while and that me and her recently recently realized is that a lot of people love when we make stuff together right we love when we make stuff together in a way where like the other day i literally spent the whole day editing a fucking video of of her reacting to us ranking all the narcos transformations for youtube i was literally editing it all day i woke up at 5 a.m i didn't post it till 8 p.m you know what i'm saying i was just grinding on and the whole time i'm doing it i just i I realized like, yo, this is my favorite video I've ever made in my entire life. And when I asked myself why, I was like, it's cause my baby and, and like we did it together and we cultivated right. like this project. And and I feel like that's the energy that people 
will receive from me when when I put this shit out because I'm not doing this shit for numbers. I think that shit is like a 70 views right now. Um, <laughs> I, I do it because I love it and it's right. everything to me and people resonate with it. The reason this shit like goes places, the reason people tap in is because it's authentic and it's just like, yo, this dude just loves making his fucking video with his girl. And I feel like that's what I want to articulate to people. I want people to really... I feel like we have to publicize our love and our peace and our positivity and that energy. I feel like people need to see that in order for us to ever give people examples of how we desire people to be, you know? Like, there's so much fucked up I shit. So much, there's so much dark shit to look up to for these children. I want to be a, a light for them to have as a positive influence, you know? And the only way we can do that is by putting that shit out there. Right, right. That's true. That's true. And I ain't trying to beat the yang to this conversation. Like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, let, let me tell you something. That's beautiful. That's great. And to have someone who is okay with it. But my advice, I don't know how old you is. I feel like me around the same age, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21. <laughs> Oh, geez, me and you are not around the same age. <laughs> wow, you're Where? 21 and you, you, what, a father 21? Yeah. <laughs> that's good, that's good. <laughs> wow, wow. Since you're 21, now I feel comfortable enough to say it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You speak to God, that's great. Pray about it, pray, you pray about everything and keep your relationship secure and, every, and everything, right? But yes, also look at the fact that like y'all you still in the growing stage of the media inter entertainment all that kind of, you still in the growing stage of that and yes, a lot of time when you look at these these relationship online they get destroyed because of social media you know what i mean so what True. something is precious to you i'll keep secure and hidden because that's how the thief comes the thief coming for that but when you highlight everything that give them even more motivation to come and steal it so I'm just trying to say, as an older person, now that I'm, I realize you're 21, as an older person who's been on this earth longer than you. <laughs> I love you for that. I appreciate that. I would still keep everything certainty to yourself. That for you. That, that for you and her. Obviously, y'all a couple, and if she's fine when you're fine, hey, that's, that's more power to y'all. But certain things keep for y'all. You know what I mean? Because like I tell you right now, you in the early stage of this, and this world is not as nice as, as and I'm sure you could tell me stories, but I'm just trying to say this world is very, you'd be surprised how powerful yeah. this world can be when it comes to even some things that God ought to be like, hey, you got to learn for yourself. And you don't want life to be a teacher <laughs> because it's not ple pleasant at all. Some things you have to keep to yourself and protect it. You see all these like people like Will Smith, them, all these other people. Because they put their relationship out there, that destroy everything. Because they overshare. And I agree. I'm with you. I'm and I, my privacy is something that I feel like I lead in terms of, like for example, the the channels that I think you're talking about. Like I'm not gonna say no fucking names, obviously, but you know, <laughs> ones that that will vlog. You know them going around a crib or yeah mm -hmm. out the house that day i could yeah. never do no shit like that if i'm being completely honest i i'm not knocking it i'm not saying nothing wrong with it i'm just saying for me personally i would not feel comfortable you know just like putting that shit out you feel me to me 
I think that the way that um my girl comes into my content and my videos is strictly like what we did the other day. And that's why I thought it was so dope. Cause it's it's just how I be like, you know, in my in my creative content room with with all my with my board and my edits up talking about Naruto and shit. But she was there. Do you feel me? And that's right. And, and that's all I really intend to put out there in terms of content containing my family, honestly, genuinely. Right. I don't think I will ever be the vlogging type. I don't see that being my lane. Let me do some do not show that baby on that page. Major facts. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to say. I will never show my son on camera regardless until no. he's old and intelligent enough. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, yes. You know what I'm saying? I'll Comprehensive show. enough to, to, to mm -hmm. say whether or not he wants his face to be on camera. I'm not going to do mm -hmm. that without you know his permission, his consent. That's how I feel. I would never put no baby, no nowhere, none of that. Right, right. Well, that's but good, I, man. That's, I must say this, and while we coming down to the wire, I must say this, for 21, you are very, very mature, and you seem like you're viewing with wisdom. I'm really shocked how young you are. <laughs> I'm like, really shocked. <laughs> Thank really you. Shocked. I appreciate you. I appreciate you talking to you. very telling. Me. That's very telling. To see how spiritually inclined you are is beautiful. It's beautiful. It doesn't feel like, and you know, this is something, and I don't want to go too much on our topic because I really, truly want you to come on my next part of my podcast. Um, I'm Because I feel like definitely these worldly stuff we could talk about because I feel like sometimes when people talk with God and it comes off judgy and I'm better than you. I'm mm -hmm. looking down at you of your life decisions instead of coming off like everything's love, peace, tranquility. You know, we're sharing. We want the world to be better. We want a positive outlook on things. You know, everything's always about you should be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. And it comes off like, you know, I'm feel like I'm being whipped. It's, you know, that's the whole thing situation, but it, I, it's just so refreshing to have someone who speaks about God, who speaks about divine, divine favor, divine enlightenment. And it comes off very positive and warm, you know what I mean? Which a lot of people are losing out on when it comes to relating God's message, God's will. You know, it, that's what people are to disconnect. A lot of the spiritual community is missing out on and the conscious community. But hey, anyway. <laughs> I, I, you, I, I appreciate you. That, hearing you say that means a lot. And I, I agree. God is love. Anything else is yeah. an illusion. Right. Anything right. else is Right. Let's do this again. Top ten anime. <laughs> oh my god. I can't <laughs> I can't put them in order. I cannot put these in order. That's the fine. Only... I don't have to be in order. Okay. The only one that I can put in order <laughs> is is number one and two. Yu Yu Hakusho and One Piece. Mm, nice. Okay. That's a that's a that's a nice one. Okay. Three might have to go to Clannad. To who? Um Let's see. Did you say three yes? Yes, said yes. Clannad. Yeah. Clannad? Yeah. yeah. I think I, I didn't think I watched that. It's a romance anime. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Save Tears, my, my guy. Tears. Nothing but them. Nothing but them. <laughs> Tears. Send it to me in, my, in the chat when, when, <laughs> when you get a chance. Say that. Um, Dead Man Wonderland for four. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's so sad. How they end that? I'm so I'm still mad, bro. We need a season two. The manga is great though. If y'all haven't seen a red dead, oh, they continue the manga. Okay. What happened? 
After they continue the manga, I didn't know that. No, yes, the manga too. continues for until the end, until till the natural end of the story, and it's beautiful. Oh, nice. I genuinely recommend reading it. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? That's a good five pick. Uh, OG Dragon Ball. I will give it OG Dragon Ball five. Then uh, Cowboy Bebop. Oh um, yes, yes. Devil Man Cry Baby. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Evangelion. Berserk. I still, I still need to finish that. Berserk. Yeah, that's. I uh hmm. Which 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 version? Um, the original, not not the not the um 3D one that came out in 2016. The OG one. I don't know if it's from the 80s or 90s though. The yeah. one that ends Berserk? at the eclipse. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something, and this going on to the list. How, how much we, we list off so far? I, lost I think I think I eight think or like nine. Six. Six. Oh, I'm I'm high. Oh, <laughs> <don't know. laughs> And you're this aware. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. You say six is berserk. Okay, so we have we have four more. Attack on Titan. Okay. All right. Blue Exorcist. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a hidden gem right there. It really is a hidden gem. No cap. Um, Angel Beats. That's another hidden gem right there. And High School of the Dead. Really? Wow. That's... Even though it doesn't have a good ending, I really like that anime. And it probably yeah. is just because of the anime titties, but I can't tell because I watched it when I fell. So. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> Manga is still good. It's just they just ended it because the brothers had a fallen out or something. Um. Uh. Yeah. The the author passed away, bro. Really? The author the passed a... away. Yeah, he passed away. I think twenty nineteen or twenty twenty seven. Rest in peace. Okay. Hey, that's rough. Wow. So it may not even come back. Sadly. I mean, it has huge, almost borderline hentai. Bam. It, really like... is, it really is, bro. <laughs> you, you, you never saw Queen's Blade. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I haven't watched Queen's Blade, but I must admit I did like High School of Dead. It was really good. Even though you got a little bit of watching it around your family, you had to watch over your shoulder. That's what like, I'm ooh, saying, ooh. bro. Every time ooh, my mom came next to me, because she'd be like, Yes, but it's actually if you look if you look past the fan service, the people like yeah, watching. That's really it, good. It's really good. It's really good anime, and I like one thing about me, Ja. I so, love adventure anime. I like anything with adventure. I love a party system. If you have a party, the oh lord, I already hook on it. Like adventure and party. So, and when it comes to this, the fact that you have this group of people who are traveling around apocalypse world where zombies and everything, yeah, that just really. That really hooked me onto it right there, along with the <laughs> everything else. <laughs> but yeah, so I I really enjoy. It. That's why I love One Piece because One Piece is a is an adventure show on top of that as a party system. That's why I truly love One Piece. One Piece, Pokemon. I love Pokemon, the original Pokemon. Exactly. Pokemon coming up ain't really my cup of tea, but it is what it is. But I still play the Pokemon genre and everything so gaming like what do you play what do you play okay so um earlier on this year i bought a switch um so i play a nice. lot of stuff on the switch sadly i don't have a fucking smash bros yet i need to get smash bros other than that i'd be on skyrim i'd be on one piece unlimited world red uh dragon ball z kakarot dark souls i have so much games on the switch is crazy i bought too much stuff 
my girl just got me a gaming PC. So I'm about to be on the gaming PC like a mug. And it's, that's why I'm really excited. That's that's going to make the content go in a whole different direction. Cause, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to start making gaming videos for YouTube and stuff. Oh, that'll be dope. That'll be dope for sure. I don't know what to play though. Y'all gotta tell me what games to get on because I'm new to the PC world completely. I've never had one before. Hey, My, I've uh, never, maybe Sky can tell you something, but I just started playing PC games. I have a Switch and a PS4, and I, I have Dark Souls on the PS4. And I was streaming Dark Souls on TikTok a couple times. Also, I want to get into Elden Ring. I, I never bought that yet, but I have Skyrim for Switch. I never finished that. I'm, let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a game hoarder. I'll play it for, for a couple days and then I want to something else. <laughs> That's how fast <laughs> I, it, my intention spans go very fast. Hence why my content is very slow because I get distracted really That's fast. So yeah, I just start playing, like I play like a lot of D&D games. You know what that means? Uh, no, enlighten me. It's like uh, Dungeon Dragon themed games. Oh, I'm sorry. I did, I thought you were literally talking about something other than D and D. Yeah, no. It's D and D. That gotta be another word other than that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay focused, guy. Like in my Doctor Umar voice, we gotta stay focused, brother. We gotta stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stay focused. So I started playing a lot of those games on. I don't have a gaming PC. I only have an iMac. So, but it does its job. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you, you shoot your community ought to put me onto something because I need I need to know too what's hot and what's you know what's trendy. You know what I mean? So yeah, manga. I've been watching a lot of webtoons and, and Sky. You could chime in anytime you want. Just let me know. I've been reading a lot of, so watching, reading a lot of webtoons. <laughs> I must say, Sky was the one who put me on Berserk. He put me on that like last year, I believe. And oh, no, it was this man. year because your boy, your boy died. No, it was last year. He died last year. No, no, I didn't say he died last year. Yeah, he died last year. He died a little while now. Really? I yeah, he died last year. year. Dang. That's how fast this year going. Time moving fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's last yeah. year, and he put me on. Uh, let me tell you some. I it, it was so good. I used to watch it on my first. I watched it on my MacBook Pro, and then I said, "Oh no, I got to watch it on a bigger screen." Then I put it on my iMac. I said, "No, I got to watch it on a bigger screen." So I put it on my 60-inch TV. Like I was literally reading pages like a TV show, and I cried. I laughed. I was shocked, and I'm like, "Damn it, the hell! This is the best." manga of all time in my opinion of all time yeah, that story that story that that man did not play when making that story and i see why it took him every a thousand years to, to release something because <laughs> yeah. that type of content is top tier you know what i mean so what is your top a manga what do you think is your manga of all time oh damn if not one piece let me see mm. I can't think of anything when you when you said that I couldn't think of anything other than One Piece for real. Did you hold on, but did you read Berserker? I was gonna say the only other thing that could come to my mind is Berserk. I haven't read the two um, new chapters that came out after Mirror's Passage. New chapters are nice, pretty nice. Okay. Please link me, please. I I really want to read them, but um, 
yeah, Berserk is wonderful. The art in Berserk is wonderful. The narrative is wonderful. I think personally, I would have to say I enjoy One Piece more solely just because of the fact that I think that One Piece does a great job of having real meaning and purpose and literary narrative, and it actually says something. But it also does a great job of not being too grim dark, and I, I, I that's what I love about Shonen. I love a story that doesn't like you know have to show me too much blood and murder and crazy disgusting stuff to get its point across. And oh, dang. Chainsaw you know Man. <laughs> okay, everyone keeps telling me to watch Chainsaw Man. Uh, that, it, that it, it hasn't of... come out yet. I think it's going to come out in November or something. But I, I read yeah, it all. It's, yeah, it's really good. And his one shot, oof, that's a movie right there. Say that. I will check out Chainsaw Man just because you said that. I was, I was skeptical, <laughs> but I'm down. I'll, I'll tap in. I read Chainsaw too. Again, this is a Sky recommendation. I must, <laughs> I must give Sky props. Most of everything that Sky suggested is be top tier. I don't even think only one thing I have a question, but I thought to go back and watch it. But mostly everything Sky recommend, ja, I'm not kidding. Mostly everything Sky recommend is be top tier. I must say, manga on TV show. Say that. I trust yes. that. I'm with that. I would definitely tap in with Chainsaw Man. Okay, so merch, 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 because I ain't trying to hold you up too long. I know you got a life and Sky have a life. That's true. <laughs> merch. Now, the whole Sun Gone theme, everything. When I went to your social media page, the TikTok, and I saw like people wearing the merch and everything, I'm like, damn, that is so dope to see people actually supporting it. So that's beautiful. So tell me, like, where, tell me what the merch, where they can find it, and what give you the inspiration to do it, and yada yada yada. The process. Thank you so much. Um, so really, the idea for the Sun God merch, one came from a half necessity because I'm an independent artist. I don't ever plan on signing to a record label ever. I've been offered two record deals and turned both of them down in the past. Um, I, I don't see a future in that for me. I'm just going to go strictly independent. So because of that, I have to fund all my own stuff. So right. in order to uh, finance the release of my first project, I decided to make a merch line. I was like, um, this would be a dope way to give something back to the fans who already listen to my music and also reimburse funding this first project because I really just want to get an EP. So I just took like all of the contacts in on my phone. I printed out like 10 or 20 shirts and then I took uh, two pictures of them and then i sent these pictures in a, a pre-written message to like literally my entire contact and i was like hey we're trying to drop this album we're selling these shirts for 20 bucks if you want to support us all i gotta do is cash up to me and i'll get you the shirt and then like literally like everybody wanted one <laughs> so that was how I, that was how i got rid of the first round and then i had to restock because we got rid of those 20 like like right when i sent the text out and then it was just from there, everybody was people um, off of social media wanted some. A lot of them came from TikTok. Mm, I had to start sending them out to people. It was so stressful in the beginning because it was literally just me as a by myself as a one-man team. I had to go get all the different um, postal equipment to send all the packages out. I had to wrap up everybody's individual package. And I wrote them all letters to go with each one. And I, I, had, I had anywhere from in the beginning from like, uh, 30 to 45 orders that weren't in my state. Like there was just people on social media, you know what I'm saying? I had to send out to then in my state. I had literally hundreds. <laughs> it <Wow>. was a lot. <laughs> well, you better type those heartfelt messages. Eh? Okay. 
love you too. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what my girl said. Even like, just keep it down to the same thing and send that shit to everybody. <laughs> but I was trying to like be personal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure. That- I agree. I, I agree. That's a lot of work, though. It was stressful. Yeah, it was stressful. That's, that shit was very stressful. I it was, it was a lot. So to accommodate that now, I use a third-party service to um, do all my orders. I use my website, johnmakesmusic.com. If you go on there, uh, music.com, uh, you'll find all my music stuff, my backstory, and a merch tab. You click on the merch tab, you'll find all the Sun God Luffy merch, all the Sun God merch. Everything's in there. We got everything from t-shirts and hoodies to yoga mats and water bottles and phone cases and stuff see that's beautiful because even when i watch i don't know if you you know but this content creator but he's more of a youtuber sacred almighty nick Um, yes i have heard the name yes i don't know him i'm just trying to say i follow him i i follow him since he was since he first not first started but when he is like in the trenches and to see him now he's really climbing up there and i'm really happy to see like black content creators doing their thing he had his own merch and everything i wanted to support him but every time i get sidetracked it <laughs> to say hey i support his site i joined his discord i also he have a, he have a paid subscription i paid for it i'm still paying for it right now like i, I just believe in supporting people and in any way i can and it only takes a dollar or it takes a five dollars. You know, it helps. So you might have, if you have a thousand of followers and then one of them just give you a dollar every month. Facts. You want a thousand of dollars? Facts. Jeez. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely the merch. I definitely will check out the merch for sure. And the artist who produces for you is the same guy, Alex? Or just different people? Um, Yes, it is the same guy, Alex. He um, He's the one who worked on the shirt designs with me some of them <laughs> okay cool 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 all right any upcoming projects that you want to share with us um really the main thing i would like to uh, direct everybody towards right now is the youtube um where i just finished uh working on my very first ever full length youtube video yesterday with my girl where we just hit uh i think 480 subscribers on the channel after like our first week of, of posting stuff so i'm really excited i think it's growing at an astronomical rate um in comparison to you know if i would just you know starting with nothing uh with all the people that are coming from tiktok now i I just started promoting it on tiktok today and everyone's been uh, really receptive to it so i really think i just want to just focus strictly on being a youtuber so i want y'all to tap in with me you feel me before it's so crazy that y'all can't get on board hop on john makes nerdy's youtube you feel me I, i'm about to go crazy on exclusive content over there it's not gonna be anywhere else yes yes for sure for sure the youtube is hard you know convincing people to come over to the youtube is not easy at all me it's a slow growth for me be honest with you i'm not doing the same engine like how you have it like how you do the three videos a day and you really on your grind. That is so beautiful. I'll take a few notes from you, but I got I'm slow though, because I ain't get that energy. You younger than me for sure. So, <laughs> so you have that drive for sure. You have it. And the thing about being in the States is the fact that your ability to be full-time content creators is more easier than the Caribbean, especially the Bahamas where we don't really think that's unnecessary. We're slowly getting up there. It's, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And definitely TikTok is, you know, it's a good, useful tool to 
gain those followers, you know. But like right. I said, it's not that's not that easy to convince them to come over, but you have to keep trying and trying. So definitely for sure, I'm gonna subscribe to your to your YouTube for sure. I hope you subscribe to mine. <laughs> I promise you that. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know you tie people in your videos, so are these like talk people you tag or these are just people you actually know? Oh yeah, that's all my mutuals, definitely. Um okay, Michael cool. Manalog, uh Art Kage, Diaries of a Holy Night Tis, those are all people, you know, I've established relationships with in the community just from the content I put out. I usually only tag them and uh fans <laughs> because uh I have a lot of fans in my Discord, um, and I talk to them every day. They're like my kids. I love them for as um, they're all they're all like usually like really young minors. And when I when I noticed that trend with all the fans that were coming in from the TikTok, I was like, okay, I really got to be on some like big brother shit. I can't promote. Right. I can't talk negative. I gotta watch how I am around them because they looking up. So I want right. I wanted I, I wanted to like start including them with stuff. So I started tagging them in some of the posts and. Yo, these little kids get so happy like it'll like literally make the whole week if you tag them in a post or you like their comments that's good that's so good, i just man. i just do it every time <laughs> yes that's that's good that's good man definitely and also if you if you know anyone for sure who would be down to come on the podcast and sh- you know share their views on certain things or whatever that'd be dope too you know okay. Let's all, you know, like they build a community of people who support each other, you know, and let's not make it a whole chore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, you got something? I'll oh, come on. You know what I mean? It ain't like we Walmart and we have these big corporations who greedy. You come on, you say, okay, how much you pay me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's help out our community, you know, who all trying to rise up. When I watch a, a different YouTuber who said, we need to create our own table. Instead of trying to get on someone else's table, let's create our own table where we all can eat. You know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's exactly how I feel. So man, this conversation was so dope, man. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, Sky, do you have anything you wanna say before I wrap everything up? Uh yeah, I mean I feel like he's a cool dude. Likewise. Yeah, you got you got a lot you got a lot in your future, you know, and uh it's nice to see how, how much you've already gone through you know obviously some pain had to be there before you 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 grew into it you know and uh happy for you and for your future and and, uh, expected son you know so keep up the good work and all that stuff uh and who knows you know talk again soon in the future who knows you know Oh, Shoot, who knows? We could all do a, a live podcast or all of us flipping travel. Who knows? You know, the, the, the sky is the limit, you know? Not me. The sky is the limit. limit. <laughs> I promise you that. Thank you so much for the links to both of these um manga chapters. I'm about to send you guys a link to my Discord because I would love to hang out with y'all whenever. And I promise any podcast you want me there for, I'm down. As long as it's in my yep. schedule, I'm there. Yes, yes. We really appreciate it. So tell everyone, again, I knew that a few times, but let everyone all the listeners know where they can find you all your social links yes okay so my main social media handle is at john makes nerdies that is j-a-h makes nerdies n-e-r-d-i-e-s that's my handle everywhere um 
I also make music. If you want to tap in with my music, it is the same. Just uh, music. Job makes music on all streaming platforms, including Spotify and Apple Music. Um, I'm an R&B singer mainly, but I pretty much do everything. But most of my music is pretty much me singing. Uh, so if that's if that's your speed, um, that's me. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I also have my website, johnmixmusic.com. Thank you. All right, cool, cool. And guys, I'll put all his links in the description so y'all could click on it along with Sky and Minds. You know, follow us on the TikTok. Facts. Nerding Priest. Nerding Priest. On Instagram, Nerding, Nerding Priest again. And then YouTube. The YouTube where it's going to be hosted on, on the podcast streaming service. But anyway, guys, I want to thank Ja for coming on Nerding Wednesday. I appreciate this. Not going to be the first time. Not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. <laughs> it's the first time. <laughs> time Y'all going to hear his voice on my podcast. We got to do something more. Come on. You, you had this conversation. You see how juicy this sound? This can't be no one-time thing. So definitely, we got to have him on another time. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.